All right, you guys. So really quick, we are going to take a little break, pay some bills. So y'all probably heard about microdosing. If you search it around a bit on the internet, you will find all sorts of people are microdosing to feel healthier and perform better. Yeah. So microdosing <laughs> is really good because for people with anxiety, which I talk mm-hmm. about all the, all time, the time on this platform, it helps with anxiety, helps you decrease your stress, okay. helps you sleep. So yeah. Dope. We love to microdose to help with anxiety and it's a part of self-care. So I actually need some. So I might be trying this after this <laughs> right now. <laughs> Our show today is sponsored by Microdose Gummies. Microdose Gummies delivered perfect entry-level doses of THC. They help you feel the just right amount of good. Yeah. So all the horror stories about having edibles, this is not that. This is not like a full impact. And you've used them. Bit. Yeah. Okay. They help. Yeah. So Megan always says they help her feel amazing and get in the zone getting creative calming down yeah all that help me stuff. sleep yeah all of that so it's a 10 out of 10 for me yeah it's a 10 out of 10 for me microdose is available nationwide to learn more about microdosing thc just do a quick search online and go to microdose.com and use our code kfs to get free shipping and 30 percent off guys it's a major discount percent off your first order links can be found in the show description but again that's microdose.com and code kfs, KFS. Love you guys. Back to the show. What's up, you guys? I'm B. Simone. And I'm Megan Brooks. And welcome to the Know For Sure podcast. Do you know for sure? Do you? I'm pretty sure I know for sure, but this podcast is going to help us know. Girl, girl. girl, the comments. It's not there. Are you sure? I'm sure. A thousand comments? No. We did not say a thousand. Oh. Okay, we're not gonna do this every time with that. Hey y'all, we back. <laughs> she don't wanna sing, so we ain't gonna sing. We just gonna be like, what's up? We can sing. Come on. We're back, Megan. <laughs> Winter can sing. Our guests can sing. Oh my god, that sounded like I farted. I didn't. It was the chair. (laughs) Nah, bitch. You don't be trying to. Come on, give me a note. We're back. We're back. See? Ooh. (laughs) Period. I don't even need. See? I was going to go back. 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 Okay, go ahead. Okay, go Winter. Hold it, though. I'm only doing this because we have a guest. Back. Hold back. Girl. Wrap it up. <laughs> she said, "Yeah, get wow. to the get, get to it." Oh my! 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 Oh to do that. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I got it there. I've never been a singer in a group. No, I got, got it there. Man. She's like, I've always been a solo artist. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was a minor. It was a minor note. It wasn't major, it was minor. I mean it. I mean it. We're back. Look, we can never get it right. We're going to get it right for y'all. To the Know For Sure podcast. <laughs> Me and my best friend of 20 years, baby. <laughs> Give me some. Let me hear that acrylic. <laughs> Come on. Touch the chunky. Touch it. Touch it. We're back. And we have a guest with us today, you guys. We're still in L.A. Apparently, we're never leaving. We're not leaving L.A. <laughs> we're out here. And we are, you know, giving the people what they want. Is it what they what want? What do they want? They said we want the video on time. You right. can start with that. 
sorry, y'all. The YouTube is uploading now. And by the time you see this video, it is going to be in the future. So. Hopefully this is Tuesday. <laughs> right. Whatever day it is, I hope it's I Tuesday. I hope you're watching this on a Tuesday. And if you're not, then that means we fucked up. Again. Like, I would be done with this. But we do have no, a guest, sure. you guys. Winter. Hi, yes. Winter. Are you with us today? Hey, it's me. Are you nervous? Don't be nervous. I'm not nervous. I'm actually really hot. It, yeah. I'm just we had to, to cut the air off. We had to cut, cut the air off for the... already boiling. We just started. But... And you already drank your champagne, so... I mean, I only took one sip. My glass is halfway done. <laughs> for all the goal. listeners. It was, it was a big it was a goal. goal. It was a goal. Yeah. It was a goal. So welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's like so professional. Thank you. They don't know how it looks, but it looks so good. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. You're like a boss. <laughs> Like a boss ass bitch. Thank you. We're trying. Don't stress me out, sweetie. No idea what it took to get here. Yeah, no idea. Yeah, you're our third interview today. So, all right, let's do it. (laughs) Thank you for coming. So, for the people that don't know who Winter is, she is an influencer. She's an author. She has history. You know, she was on Bad Girls Club. (laughs) She was on reality TV. (laughs) Yeah, fun times. Now she's on Instagram. Yes. Causing a ruckus. And TikTok. And TikTok. Causing problems every day, like a villain. I I was like, we were going down the list of people that we wanted in LA. And um, you reached out to me. I talked to you. I wanted you on the show, anyways. Um, I told Megan, I'm like, yeah, Winter. She's like, I'm so out the loop. I'm out the she loop. don't know who knows. I'm not. I don't watch TV. That yeah. I stick to like my few like shows. Yeah. And lately, I feel like I haven't even been able to watch TV lately. Yeah, yeah. No, like, I've been so busy. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. even follow blogs anymore. I'm so out of the loop. I don't know who anybody is. I don't What's care about what's going it. on. I just don't like. I just feel like it's so toxic. So I just have tried to remove myself mm-hmm. completely. Yeah, from it. and focus on your. Shit. Yeah, I. I mean, yeah. I'm. I've always been really good at just focusing on my own business, and like I really don't get in other people's business but it just got to be so much like yeah. i was like i just really i don't care about your life and yeah. it's freaking yeah. toxic bringing this energy and i'm focused on mine right now yeah no 100 yeah. percent. so so if no if, if somebody out there didn't know who winter was who would you tell them you were like i, mean, I know you don't want to be like well i'm in bad girls club no and i don't i actually don't say that at all and i actually hate when people like when i get posted on things and like that's all they say but i mean i guess that's my fault because like i didn't ever do another tv show after mm, so like okay. i'm okay. still like a part of that whatever um now what season were you on or when, when i was were on you? 16 okay this is a long time ago so this is like forever ago but yeah. um yeah. what would i say i mean i'm that girl yeah like i don't like saying that i don't like when people call me an instagram model i don't like when they say i was on bad girls club yeah. i'm like i'm just me i'm just chilling like i just happen to have a lot of social media I guess <laughs> I don't. I never really tried to get it, so it's yeah. I. I don't really yeah care about the title yeah. But I am an author. I do music. Yeah. Um, and your music is really good. Thank you. Yeah. You From time to times, I crack jokes and I make people laugh. Yeah. So. You say you were going to do stand up. I know. I want to, and You're I just so scary. I, I'm not scary. I'm yeah, not yeah. scary. I just like oh my gosh. I like I have to write the jokes down. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know you had to like write it <laughs> down. Like, I was just gonna go up there and talk shit. Yeah. I didn't know it was a whole thing. It's a thing. Yeah. But actually, yeah. I just had somebody tell me the other day. He was like, "Oh, I don't think you could do it. I'll give you ten bands and a new Chanel if you can make the crowd laugh." That bitch. New for me. I know. Like, <laughs> he can book me now. Right. Grand, but I'm I like, I feel like I could do stand up. Honestly, I really do. I just, what if I can't though? 
Well, you're never going to know. If you don't. Said, I know. I know. I feel like I can't, but what if I can't? Well, what if I get up there? You know, what if I'm just up there and I just bomb? And I've been to like those open mics where it's just so Fuck. embarrassing for people. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. I've cried on stage before. Re- do what, what do you mean? Look. So <laughs> I'm, like, I'm I, like, so did you do stand up or did you not? No, I had a, I had a, um, it was a singing audition. So they were like, we want you to sing this mm. song. I sang an Adele song and I was so overwhelmed. I was young. <laughs> I literally started crying. Like I was so embarrassed. Like it wasn't even. That's not funny. I, I, I know. I was so overwhelmed. No, no I was I, so I overwhelmed. It. I'm laughing because I get it. And I was embarrassed. It was just so <laughs> bad. I didn't even do bad. It just was like, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> what song was it? Wait, it was, was it mid? It was. Nope. Um, <laughs> what is that? Chasing pavements or some shit? <laughs> it's not what it's I love that song. Should I give up? At or should I just keep chasing pavements? Oh wait, was that it? I think so. I don't freaking know. It's it was some song. Adele song, but I thought I could just blow it. I was practicing and everything. <laughs> I got up there and cried. It wait, was did so. you get any notes out? Yeah, I sang oh, the okay. song, but and then I started crying in the middle. of the And song. they were like, "You did really good. Oh. Why are you crying?" <laughs> I'm just an emotional being. I don't know. I'm just emotional. So, yeah, I cried. It was embarrassing. Okay. Well, before every episode, we like to pull these cards. You want to read it? No? Okay. You can read it. No, we we usually have the guests read it. Oh. What? No. Let her. Oh. You're like, I want that one. Or one of the top two. I picked them out. I don't freaking know. (laughs) What's the craziest coincidence that has changed your life? Give me an next one. No, you have to. No, pull, you, have to you have to answer the one we pulled. She's like, I don't like a it. crazy coincidence. <laughs> I don't. A crazy moment in time that has changed your life. Just a moment, uh, not necessarily a coincidence. <laughs> I mean, everything. Everything in my life is honestly freaking crazy. I feel like my life is like a lifetime movie. I just mm. always have some crazy shit happening. What's like it's the craziest something. thing where you're like, I can't believe that just happened? Like something that happened. Like it could be growing up. It could be recently in your adulthood. What is the question? What is the craziest coincidence that has changed? That's like, that would be like, oh, I happened to run into this person at the mall. And, and they gave me a record deal. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess for, I don't like to, <laughs> I don't like to talk about anything with the show, but that was kind of weird mm. because when I did it, like the year before, my best friend at the time was like, let's lie and say we're sisters and try to get casted on this show as sisters. Mm. And we didn't end up getting casted. Like they never called us back. And then like a year later, they, they were like, you. we remember you and we want you to come do wow. this. Wow. Was she mad you, you got I was not friends with the bitch by then. Oh. Ooh. I was like, no, I'm just <laughs> yeah, I made it. <laughs> no, I was like going through a freaking heartbreak and I was like, I need to do something with my life for myself. And like, I know this is raggedy, but it has to be done. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. that's, I guess that was kind of a crazy coincidence that definitely changed my life. Yeah. So what is it about the Bad Girls Club that you, because I feel like you there's that's a thing where you don't like like you said I don't like people to know that I'm from there I don't like well I mean it's trashy as hell like I mean let's just start there it's disgusting I mean who I was when I was freaking 22 years old is a completely different person also when I went on that show um it was edited terribly and it made me seem like this person who I'm not and still Mm. to this day I have people that you know will call me a bully and like think I'm this like terrible negative person and I'm like that's just literally just it's not who I am it's so Mm. far from the truth and Mm. I feel like when I went on the show when I was younger, I was also nervous because I was coming out of like kind of like a high profile relationship. And I remember him telling me, don't go on there, you know, acting hella ghetto and acting hella raggedy Mm. and da da da. So I was like putting on this persona of like, Mm. 
like mm. trying and it just kind of bit me in the ass a little bit mm. and it didn't make me it, I, it didn't show who I am at all mm. so now I feel like that I'm an adult and like over the years how people have been able to see me grow mm-hmm. they're like oh my god look you're such a better person now and I'm like no I've always been a good person mm. it's just I'm showing it more. yeah I mean when you go on national television they can pretty much make you seem however they want mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. that was like a whole thing yeah. yeah what was the biggest misconception about you outside of being a bully mm-hmm. like what the winner that was twenty? Because you said who I was at twenty two is not who I am now. now. I'm twenty nine, baby. Ooh, you about to end up to the best. Grown is sixty. I just turned twenty nine. I know. You're so happy. No, oh, not no. you. It's, it's the best. You were gonna love scared. it. No, it's. <laughs> I'm. Just, I found a gray hair in my hair the other day. Really? Did you pull it? Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Oh my gosh! But um, wait, what? <laughs> what do you, what the so you said who I was at 22 oh, what you oh, was at 22 oh. now is not who I am now at 29 I mean I think that when I was younger I was just like easily tempered like I I got mad really easily mm-hmm. um I just, I'm just so different. Like yeah. I, I had a really bad temper always like growing yeah. up and like I'm from the Bay Area. So I feel like how I was raised and how I want to be seen is just two different things. Mm-hmm. Like I came out of, you know, the ghetto. And I felt like people were looking at me like trashy, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, I don't like that. Like, I don't want to be seen like this. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, sometimes it's my own doing. Like I have gotten into fights and like mm-hmm. things like that and arguments, but I'm like, overall, it's just not a good feeling to mm-hmm. like lose your cool all the time and be in fights. And yeah. it's just raggedy. Like, I don't want to be raggedy. I want to be a lady. <laughs> <laughs> like, even, even though you say you're the same person, you've always been this good person. I feel yeah. like you've evolved so much from even when I met yeah. you. I met you years ago. Yeah. And to me, you've evolved even on social media. Yeah. You're super, not super different. You're still the same person, but the way you talk, the way you speak, yeah. articulate yourself has just evolved over the years. Right. And um, we were talking about... um as soon as you walked in, you'd be like, yeah, I'm in therapy today. Mm-hmm. So are you? In, have you always been in therapy or is that new? So um, I've had therapists throughout the years, like whatever, because I just had a really traumatic upbringing. So for therapy, like I've, I felt like I got to a point where I was like, I'm tired of like being this. I felt very empty. I was like very depressed at times. Like mm. I had a lot of things that I really needed to heal from, from like my teenage years and I went through trying to find a lot of different therapists. Like sometimes it just doesn't click. Like, you know, like I feel like certain people didn't understand my lifestyle. Mm. I had a lady who was hella religious who would just be like, we'll pray about it. And I'm like, girl, what am I paying you for? Like to tell me to go to church? Like, no, like let's get to the nitty gritty. Mm. But, um, yeah, no, I'm, I have a new therapist. Like I've been with her for like, I think a year and a half or oh, something no. and I so love she her worked out. Yeah. yeah she's great she's like young she gets Did she it. know who you were I don't know I don't think so but I really you she's not know. allowed to tell me anyways yeah. I'd be wondering I'd be like do you be on my social media that's like, my problem going into like yeah. when I was f- trying to find a new therapist I'm like I do not want them to know me yeah that's, it, or like have a pre you know yeah. what is it like preconceived a preconceived idea. notion. Yeah. yeah. Like, I be telling her the tea of everybody. Everything. And I'm like, you can't say nothing to nobody. Mm-hmm. I be telling her about everybody who I be around. Like, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. it's just cool because she will like kind of know who these people are. As sometimes people be like, what? No. Yeah. Who is that? I'm like, yeah. Okay. yeah. All right, girl. So you needed somebody that was relatable. To, yeah, to your lifestyle or well, familiar honestly, with, you So know. for my requirements for a therapist it was I needed to be a woman. I wanted her to be kind of young and I wanted her to be of color of mm-hmm. some- Some I, sort of- I just didn't want it to be like a full white woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Why was that important to you? Because I just felt like they wouldn't understand anything that 
I have gone through, mm-hmm. <laughs> like with certain things that I deal with on the internet regarding mm-hmm. my race and, you know, just, they just won't understand. They just won't get it. Yeah. You know, you know? they yeah. just won't get it. So. so what, I'm glad you brought that up because the internet <laughs> seems to think that you're not biracial. Yes. That's and the you thing. Are what all, would they think? She's always defending that. Though. Yeah. I'm like, where but did what, this come what, from? Yeah. Why, but yeah. why do they think that? I don't know why. Oh, well actually I do know why, but this has been going on for like a really long time for, well, it's been going on my whole life. I've been going through this my whole entire life. Obviously I'm white passing, whatever. Mm-hmm. People think I'm Latina or they think I'm like <laughs> something Mexican. else. Yeah. Yeah. They always not do. black. Yeah. But I mean, A, I, I mean, I, how can I say this? Let me try to think. It's just myself. so <laughs> difficult. It's so difficult. Well, A, some people don't think that I'm, black because there is a clip from when I was auditioning or not auditioning, but doing like a, um, a meeting with bad girls club. And it was like via zoom or something. It was the first time I ever did anything like on a camera or anything. And they were asking me, and I remember having a conversation with the lady and she was like, um, asking me about my race. And it was a long ass conversation. And Mm -hmm. I was telling her like, I'm black and I'm white, but I don't look black. Like it's had me go through a lot of stuff growing up. Sorry. It's had me go through a lot of stuff growing up. And she was like, my husband too. Like, oh, I can relate to that. Like, my mm-hmm. husband has told me things about him being biracial, but like mm-hmm. he doesn't look black enough. And that so it was this long ass conversation. The way that they edited the clip was like, it was basically like, I was like, yeah, um, I'm from the hood. So I'm like half black. Or it says something like that. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, I'm biracial. <laughs> so my- they didn't okay. really put it. They just were pretty much lazy with the editing. So the mm-hmm. way that it was edited just looked. St- like, I'm saying I'm half black because, because I'm from the I'm from the- And I'm like, bro, what the hell? So then it turned into like, okay, we'll show us pictures of your dad. And I'm like, okay, first of all, my dad was in prison for 20 years for sexual assault. And he's deported from America. Wow. So mm-hmm. I have like one picture with my father the day I was born. Wow. So I like posted my father. Then it turned into... He looks like an Indian man or a dark ass Mexican. And then I'm like, okay. Or they'd be like, he looks like he's half white. Your dad is biracial. What made you even be like, I'm going to post this picture of my father to prove this to y'all that I'm black? Well, because it just becomes to be too much. Like people obviously look at me and they don't believe me. So, you know, that's the biracial thing. Biracial kids, you got to keep an album. Mm -hmm. Like, here's my daddy. Here's my grandma. Especially if you look a certain way. If you don't pull more black. I mean, it's so exhausting for me at this point. Like, I feel like it's such like a focus for a lot of people. And then I went through like this period on TikTok where they were trying to cancel me for like two months. And it was like the craziest experience I ever dealt with. What happened? Um, What happened? Oh, this girl had said something about me and she was like, is she even black? And she was kind of like, she's like a mini influencer. And I had responded to <laughs> She is. Bitch, her fingers were almost touching. <laughs> she said. For y'all that are watching the visual, she held up her pointer in her thumb as if she was holding something very small. Mustard seed. <laughs> the size of a mustard seed. She said. She's a mini, micro, tiny, She's a mini little. influencer. So she has said something about it and I basically said something back to her and it it blew up. Like, you know, it blew up into this huge thing and then people were like, um... So people reacted based off of your response to her? Oh, I said some slick shit like, why is your bottom teeth so yellow? You worried about the wrong color. Ooh. Or something like that. Like, said, I said something ooh, like ooh, that. Ooh. I said something snappy like, like bitch, quit yeah. playing with me. Yeah. And it just turned into this huge ass thing and then they tried to, like, 
it had already kind of been a thing, my race or whatever. Mm-hmm. People have videos um, saying that my dad that I posted is actually my stepdad. I have my real dad is white. Just making stuff up. Or Mexican. Mm-hmm. They say everything. They say my dad is biracial. I'm like, okay, well, here's my grandma and here's my granddad. Are they mm. not black too? Like, yeah. I don't, what the fuck do you want from me? Like, mm. I don't know what else to do. So it turned into this huge thing. Me being a smart ass, I basically was trolling people back. A hundred percent. I was like, what was I doing? I had made a did video. you still troll? <clears throat> yeah. I just did it the other day. <laughs> yeah, sweetie, on the way Because here. who are you playing with? But no, I had made a video to, um, <sighs> so funny. <laughs> I had made a free, I had like, done, literally I played Beyonce brown skin girl and I was like brown skin because they're all like you're not black you're not black um what are you not getting I'm like did I say I would did I do you think I don't know what color I am like I'm aware that I am melanin deficient like I get it so now I'm trolling you and acting like I don't know that because they're like acting like I'm delusional and I'm like I don't freaking perm my hair I don't try to tan my skin hella dark I'm not over here doing the most to try to look really any blacker so What's the issue? It's just my genetics. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, and then, like, people want me to, like, apologize. And I'm like, apologize for what? Looking white? Like, yeah. I don't know what you want from yeah. me. Like, and then my mom had got me, like, this, um, <clears throat> my mom, bless her little heart. She's, like, the most, like, white, woke, woke white woman. Mm-hmm. She's just hilarious. But she had got me this book, and it was, like, of biracial people and, like, their experiences mm-hmm. being biracial. What do they identify as? Mm-hmm. So it'd be like some people would be like, oh, I identify as African-American. Oh, I identify as white. Oh, I identify Mm. whatever. So it was this guy who looked like me. Like he was like, couldn't tell what he is, Mm -hmm. could tell he had a little something in him. Mm -hmm. And he was like, identify as Mm African-American. So I had made, I had posted a picture of myself and I was like, African-American. But I was making fun of the guy because I thought it was funny. And of course, you know, the blogs Mm -hmm. post it and they're like, you're trying to troll and like stir Mm. up problems with black women. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm trolling you because you harass me every single day it's like people literally have told me to kill myself over this like just wild crazy Mm -hmm. evil shit people hate me because of this do you feel like you battle with who you identify with or no do you feel like i'm black no i don't feel like i'm black i feel like i'm biracial but Mm -hmm. i mean that's my thing Mm -hmm. i don't understand why it's so hard for people to understand that i'm two things like Mm -hmm. i don't feel white and i don't feel black i mean i was raised in black culture Mm -hmm. but like I know that I don't look black enough to just fully identify as black. Wow. Okay. But it just. But even if you did, like, I feel like that's her choice to do so. If we're going to allow people to identify their sexuality, regardless if they They, have physical parts, if they choose to. And I feel like that is a tricky thing Mm -hmm. because we wouldn't accept a white woman just saying that. I wouldn't accept. Like the Rachel Rachel Dojal. Yeah. I get that joke all the time. Rachel Rachel Dojal. I'm like, what part of me is Rachel Dojal? Right. But she got found, found out. Yeah. She got found, found out. But I think that (laughs) we wouldn't accept it for that. So, but I'm, but I'm like, if a person is biracial, Mm-hmm. They should be able to choose that is a part of it. how they identify. Yeah. But I will say, I have a friend, one of, one of my one of my really close friends, Ashley. She's biracial, and I remember her telling me her mom's white and her dad's black, mm-hmm. and her parents are together, married, healthy relationship, beautiful, um, and they lived primarily in a white area mm-hmm. in Mansfield, Ohio, which is more of like a rural white area, yeah. Yeah. kind of country, you know. Yeah, and um, I remember her saying how hard it was for her mm-hmm. 
growing up because the black people rejected her yeah. in some ways, white people rejected her in some right. ways. And so you feel like you're in this place of, I don't even yeah. know where I belong. Right. Also, I think that now, like we're in this place where it's like, it's like this joke that's okay. It's okay to be racist or prejudiced towards biracial people. It's like just a never ending joke. Mm -hmm. And then like there's these things within the biracial community which is, it's so, it's just some real clown shit to me. But like there'll be biracial kids like, well, my mom is black so like it's different. When you have a black mom and a white dad, it's just different. Like you're just raised differently. You know what I mean? You're raised by a black woman so you know you're more black. It's like god damn you all pick me ass bitch. Like calm down. Like you're still mixed. Like Mm -hmm. you get what I mean? Like at the end of the day, your mom was still fucking white man. Like, why do you think that's better than anything? I don't understand it. But now it's like a whole thing and everybody's so pick me and like, it's just, it's just okay. Like Mm -hmm. racism is such like a sensitive topic and people are, you know, constantly walking on eggshells about these conversations. But when it comes to biracial people, it's like but I can be racist towards them, but it's okay. Cause you know how like sometimes people like Mm. joke and say shit about white people, but that's okay. Cause it's funny. But, um, it's kind of like the same thing with mixed people and it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, it's just like, you just don't belong nowhere. It's like Mm. a lot of gatekeeping going. That's how my friend expressed it to me. She was like, it feels like you don't really have a community that you belong to because both Mm. people in some, both communities in some way reject Reject you you. because you're, in between because you're both yeah I never felt honestly like when I was growing up I really didn't realize for a long time like because I was young and I just grew up in such a mixing pot of people in the Bay Area but I do remember the first time I realized that I was very different from everyone around me was because my cousin was like why are you white Mm. and I was like what why am I white I actually don't know that's actually a very interesting topic that you brought up (laughs) how old were you I don't know I was like like seven I was like seven or something I have no idea but But you remember this vividly oh I mean I the the things that I used to go through in school because I like I was really only around black kids or kids of color so like I looked hella white or people couldn't tell what the hell I was I would get a Oreo and I used to wear a hood to school every day because people wanted to play in my hair and I know that that's a thing that black women Mm -hmm. go through and with people touching their hair and stuff Mm -hmm. and I'm like yeah people used to be trying to touch on my hair too and braid my hair and oh look at her straight hair whatever (laughs) and it's like I can't really talk about those things because nobody wants to hear about your mixed girl problems or like you know but it's like that is my it experience. You. That's your experience. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I think it's just affected me because like you said, like, I don't feel like I have a community. I don't feel, I've never been accepted by any white community at all. I don't even feel comfortable in a room of white people. I never felt like I was, well, I wasn't ever accepted in anything white. Like I had maybe a couple white friends growing up in their you know, their um, parents wouldn't want me to hang out with them because I didn't really come from shit. So like, mm. you know, I, my family was looked at as like poor and trashy mm. and like ghetto and whatever. Mm. So they didn't want their kids around me. And then, yeah, I mean, I had to go through that too. Like mm. you keep saying your, your upbringing or your past yeah. or how you were raised. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about your situation when you were raised. Like, Um, so, well, I was raised in the Bay and, um, my, my mom is like a single mom. My dad was deported from America. He was in prison for like 20 years. Do you have a relationship with your dad? No, I've chose to kind of not have a relationship with my dad because what he, what was in prison for, Mm. which I wrote about in my book. I wrote about what my dad did in my book. I wrote Mm. about how I found out what he did. 
And like that just made me look at it different. Like when I was younger, I wanted a relationship with my dad because like that's my dad. But then when I found out that he was in prison for sexual assault and you have daughters, Mm -hmm. to me, that was like, what the fuck? Like, you Mm -hmm. know, and then you're not here and you don't, you ain't never try to do nothing. And I see my mom busting her ass. And Mm -hmm. like, I had a really like violent upbringing with my mother and like just had a really rough like time growing up. So I didn't really care to have a relationship mm. with him because I was like, you're not here and we're going through all this shit. So. Do you care now or no? No, not at all. It doesn't affect He's you. He's a now. liar. He he literally will sit there and say, um, I try to DM you on Instagram and I try to reach out to you. And I'm like, no, you don't. I mm. see my DMs. Like, yeah. you're a fucking clown. Like, and now that I'm a grown ass woman, I know how men be lying. Mm. So I'm like, you're really just like a liar. Like, mm. get out of here. Like, you're mm. a clown to me. And I have a sister and she's like close with him. And I'm just, I think it's the like, it's a joke. Mm. I do. I think it's a joke. How is your dad older? No, he's like fifty. Mm. Yeah, yeah, fifty's young. Yeah, I mean for yeah, he's not- and, and I just feel like there because I you know I had a lot of issues with my dad growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, where we didn't have a, you know I was always a I always wanted to be a daddy's girl, right? And anytime he did show up, I would pop into that space of right. a daddy's girl. Because I was so much like him. Wanted, I looked yeah. I looked like him. Like mm-hmm. I looked like him. I right. was his duplicate, copy paste. Like it was me. Yeah. Um, I was his first child. So I always wanted to be a daddy's girl, but we had, you know, my dad lied a lot. Mm-hmm. He would say he would do stuff, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't right. show up birthdays, Christmas. You know, mm-hmm. he just wasn't there. Right. And same. So my mom bust her ass. Yeah. My mom has two master's degrees. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Worked all the time, yeah. worked part time yeah. jobs. Right. I saw that, so it does make you kind of resent yeah. the person that should be helping yeah. out, right? Definitely. Um, but I will say that there, it was my choice in forgiveness mm-hmm. that changed a lot in my dad's life. Right? Mm. It was me. It was that act of love, even mm-hmm. when it didn't feel deserved on my end. Yeah, that did a lot in changing that. Mm-hmm. And and we now have the best relate. Like I talk to my dad every day. We right. have the best like relationship this, yeah. like this. Um so But it took work. It, it took, took work. Yeah. It took in- being intentional. But I always try to encourage people to never fully close the door. Right. Even if you don't see them for what because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, as a parent, because I have three boys, mm-hmm. what I've learned is that you're sent on your own assignment mm-hmm. when you come into this earth. Yeah. And it's not just to be a parent. Mm. That's part of the journey, mm-hmm. but that's not the only reason why you're here. And I think having that understanding kind of gives you some grace in allowing people to make mistakes, even if they affect you. Right. Mm. And it's hard to do that. But I always, when I hear about relationships with fathers and daughters, I always try to, you know, share my story because me and my dad didn't always, I mean, we've had me and my dad like cussing each other right. out wow. in each other's face. Like I will fuck like... Yeah. fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bad stuff. Like, my dad was not a good person in a part of his life. Yeah. And said some very damaging things to me and did some very damaging things. But I always try to, like, push that encouragement. And, that, you know, yeah. everybody has their decision to make. But yeah. sometimes that act of forgiveness or that act right. of love, even when it's not deserved, right. it could you never know what that could do for a person's life. So I always try to, like... For his yeah. and, and For, hers. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I never really, I know it's crazy, but like, I never really felt 
I don't know. I just didn't really give a fuck. I was like, he's not here. Okay. Like, do but, you really think you feel that? Or is that a, or, or is, is that is a protective? Just a, a protection? I don't really know because yeah. I, I, I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what it feels like to grow up with like a father in your home. And like, I remember when I would be younger and I would have friends with their dads and I'd be like, who the hell, like this grown mm. man just be in your house? Like, that's weird. <laughs> it's my dad. <laughs> like, he just be around. Like, he actually talks to you. That's crazy. That shit like, is weird. wow, he hugged you? Oh, I didn't yeah. understand it. So yeah. I've never seen that. But before. that's how I was with like girls be like, my mom's my best friend. Right. I'm like, you tell your mom everything. Yeah. Like me and my mom aren't that close. So I'll mm-hmm. be like, yeah. like y'all are shopping and drinking mimosas. Yeah. Like, well, see, I didn't have that either too. Yeah. So I mean, like, I felt like a lot of me, I really, in a lot of ways raised myself. Like I'm not taking away from how hard my mom has worked or whatever, but I never had like a relationship with my mom where I could like have a girl talk with her. Mm, like yeah. when I got my first period, I didn't tell nobody. Mm. When I had to, you know, buy my first bra, she didn't help me. Wow. Start wearing thong underwear. She didn't yep. know when I lost my virginity. Like wow. I had to just kind of like navigate through everything on my own. Do you feel like that plays a role in you not feeling even with like, and what maybe why the race thing is so sensitive because mm-hmm. it's like, I didn't have a place to return to, like mm-hmm. a place to, re- to or belong. either side to That's really what I'm saying. Like with. I didn't connect with my mom. I didn't connect with my dad. I yeah. don't connect with white people. I, I can't connect with black people. Yeah. It's like this constant, and now it forces you to be in this yeah. position where I got to do it on my own, and I have to defend myself. So anytime yeah. somebody comes at you with yep. something, it's like, mm-hmm. no, fuck that. I'm gonna throw you back yeah. because it's yeah. on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I feel like for me, like I've just always felt like. In a way, like very alone. Like mm. I have myself. I'm the only person who is going to sit here and go to bat for me every single time. Mm. And I think that's part of the reason why I can clap back on the internet. I will be like, fuck every single one of you mm-hmm. because I have to protect myself. It ain't nobody else that's going to do it. It's a mm. protection. Yeah. So, I mean, I've just always kind of been like that. I've always had to fight for myself and protect myself and nothing's changed. Mm. Just like that. I feel like you've evolved on the internet, though. And I, I'm going to say, like, I, hold on, I'm about to look. Because I screenshotted it, and she, oh you said God, I could what? say it. What? Let me look real quick. Oh, my God. What did I say you could say? You said, <laughs> you're like, am I sure that I said you could okay. say? You did. I took a screenshot. Let me see. I'm going to see. So this was on your close friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and I do want to read it because I'm on her close friends. I'm special. <laughs> and I feel like I get to, I do get to see, you know, you pretty much who she is on her close friends is who she is publicly. Mm-hmm. It's not like she's not the same person. But I she, might just post boys in there. Yeah. You I'm know. like, who is this boy? When touch my girl, nobody. <laughs> just one my of them. Ex. One of the gang. <laughs> but she also posts a little more vulnerable She's a little more vulnerable on her close friends <laughs> and a little more like, I'd be like, oh, she just wants to heal. Oh, you yeah, know, so I'm going to read this and I want you to kind of explain this, like where you are now. This is on her close friends. She said, um, I am so exhausted from overextending myself, being understanding and forgiving to men in relationships mm-hmm. and to girlfriends who don't give two fucks about me. I really wish this makes me emotional. Yeah. I kind of like, sorry. Fuck. Don't be emotional. I know. I'm like, why am I? Is your period coming? I I don't think so. (laughs) I be crying all the damn time. But I hate that you feel like this. And I have a relationship with you outside of social media. So I, you know, I love you. Um, I really wish somebody could understand my frustration. I don't know what to do anymore. I don't want to be a hurt ass, closed off, evil person because that's not me. Mm -hmm. But I'm slowly becoming just that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I have like 
I don't know. I have bad luck in friendships. I do have bad luck in relationships with men too. And I can't say that that's not my fault because I could be a toxic ass bitch and I'm working on it. Like, you know, everybody wants to find a soulmate. I'm trying to get it together. Yeah. But I do feel like I overextend myself in friendships and relationships. I feel like I give people a million chances. Mm. I just think that I'm so understanding when it comes to making mistakes because I've made plenty that when somebody fucks up, I'm like, I get it. I fucked up before. Let me give you another chance. But then it becomes like, I know that I could take advantage of this person and pretty much do whatever I want to do because mm-hmm. she's always going to be like, cool, come back. And mm-hmm. this is with friendships too. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, with females. Yeah. I've given girls a lot of chances and like I would keep getting shitted on in the same exact way. And it's like, it looks bad on me publicly because I have the platform. Mm-hmm. So like right. when people see me like, you know, falling out with friends, it's like, oh, winter can't keep friends. And it's like, you don't know what these people have done to me. Like, you don't know, like literally how much stuff behind closed doors that has gone on, but I can't air my business out and tell y'all the full mm-hmm. story. Do you think that starts with you allowing different caliber of people into your life, having boundaries, having non-negotiables and not, or do you feel like you ever go into relationships really trusting people because you've had to be so guarded and protected? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I don't Is know. it inviting the right people I'm into your life? I'm trying to get better at this. Yeah. I'm trying to get better like at like setting boundaries, not letting people back into my life because all my friends know, like I, like even with men, I have a, like, I will recycle the same man 100 times for Mm. years because it's just like I don't really be liking nobody new everybody Mm. annoys me so like I'll just keep giving people chances and chances and chances and I'm like I finally came to the realization that like this is not going anywhere it's not going to go nowhere you need to let this go and let your soulmate find you Mm -hmm. because it's just not working out for me Mm -hmm. so I I just looked at my best friend because one of my old dudes texted me and she was like, why is he texting you? She was like, I have a couple questions. That was before. She was like, oh, I saw. I can try it. She was like, I saw a name pop up on your phone. We going to talk after the interview. I was like, Winter was like, girl, my name is Lisa. So do you feel like you choose toxic men? A hundred percent. I have the worst taste in men. Yeah. It's Mm. terrible. So where does that shit? It'd be fun. No. See? See? (laughs) No. You can't keep doing that. It it does. It is Because I know you want to be in love and be happy. No, I do want to be in love and I do want to be happy. But like, I just, I don't know. I don't really connect with that many people. And like, when I like the person, I don't know. I guess they'd be kind of toxic. Like, I just don't know what it is. (laughs) I swear I don't know. I don't have the answer. So don't look. I'm just asking. I mean, I I think it's a, it's a, it's a, array of things because you you know we have we all have our own decisions to make mm-hmm. and we all choose what yeah. we allow in our lives yeah. and yeah. what we and, and to the energy you know what is attracted to you is what you put out mm-hmm. yeah and so I think yeah. that as women yes people can fuck us over and that's not right but at the same time we have to take ownership in our power and yeah. what we allow. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. I think I think something else that you said, you said, uh, I don't want to be, I don't want to fuck with new people. I just recycle the same person. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it can be scary to do, start over. Mm-hmm. For sure. And it's yeah. like, now I got to trust you and let, let you, you in. in. And, and, I have a, and, and yep. then I got to have sex with a new person. Like, ugh, new body. You don't have to have And sex you don't. With I do. I do. <laughs> I do. Just wait. No. See if you like them. I need to know what that dick is like before I know if I like you like that. <laughs> wow. I promise you. 
backwards. No, I'm sorry because what if I really like somebody and then the dick is trash and then I gotta let him go? You no, can, because they, you because you can him. you can evolve. I am 29 years old. I am not well, teaching a man how to eat pussy. <laughs> uh, two months ago, <laughs> but so don't ask. Okay, okay, let me ask you this: Do you believe in monogamy? Or do you want a monogamous relationship? Like, do you want to be married? Do you want Yes, I want a, a monogamous soulmate, relationship. Person? But I do believe in, like, you know, having a little fun from time to time. For to, you and the guy. Yes. So yes, you don't yes, want a monogamous yes. oh, okay. relationship. I or mean, you want to you do it together okay. or no, open relationship? Oh, okay, oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I want to have a little fun. But, but see, that's what you. I'm saying. That, not, yeah, with me. Not like, no, not separate. But also, if I'm just being realistic, like, also, that's another thing. Like, the type of men that I date are usually, like, very wealthy men. Mm-hmm. And... It's like their standard for relationships is different. Like pretty much for every sure. every rich man is going to be like, I'm a cheat only a little bit and I'm going to make sure that you don't find out. And that's really like a real thing. And that's 90% mm-hmm. of them. I would say yes. about 99. 99. 99. I would say about right. 99. 99. Like, and I've struggled with that because I could be in situations right now where I want to like, you know, play this dumb role and I don't know what's going on and I'm going to sit down, shut up and take that bread. And this is a guy that I really love, mm. but I, that hurts my feelings, yeah. you know? Because well, you like the guy. Yeah. With, it's like, but... if I love you, like, no, and definitely don't tell me that. And I'm never going to actually openly agree to that. Right. Mm. What you think I'm about to say? Okay. No, bitch. I'm about to say, you better not ever cheat on me. Mm. Right. Look. But then when it happens, you go back a hundred times. How would I know? I don't want to even ever know once mm. that happens. Mm. I don't ever want to know. I would never want to know. But you want monogamy. Yeah. She she don't know what she wants. <laughs> no, I feel like she does. No, I, feel, I do. I, feel I like just she don't think does, it's all the way realistic. Like I don't think it's all the way realistic. I, I see. But I, I, I can't say man. that. Yeah. Because when I said it, everybody was mad. No, so I'm I, not going to say if nothing. I could have a man and he was 100% faithful to me. And he was everything that I asked for. He was funny, smart, successful, with a big dick and no kids and <laughs> tall and dark skin. No, <laughs> right, with goes a big on. dick and no kids. <laughs> and that sounds like, 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 like pick up and kill it and kill it with a big dick. With no, I was like, wow. No, with no kids, got two cars, got one home. Two cars and a Yorkie with a, like, a pit bull and a Doberman and a... And a backyard with a lot of land and a like what acres on acres and a pool with a hot tub and a business and a company. He a CEO and a entrepreneur. No, nine to five. Uh, Don't cancel me. Whoa, (laughs) no, but for real though, please. No, but seriously, if I could have all of those things, yeah, dark skin with a big dick. That's a song. Yeah, that was dark skin with a big dick. With a ah, with a because I never been with a buddy. Ah, hey, no, okay, we're ugly. No fire. You need to lay that down. You do. We'll do the background track. We'll do the backgrounds. We'll do the backgrounds. Ah. Yeah. Not the girl. Okay. I love that. But no, so I I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I just don't think it's realistic. Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition pack add-ons to help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. 
We've done all the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved and nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals a week. Plus, you can pause and reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash totality50 and use code totality50 and get 50% off. That's code totality50 at factormeals.com slash totality50 to get 50% off. All right, guys, back to the show. All right, guys, before we continue on with this episode, just a quick announcement. Black representation in media is super important to our community as it promotes diversity, challenges stereotypes, and allows for more authentic storytelling. It helps foster a sense of belonging and can positively impact societal perceptions and breaking down biases. Tabitha Brown, Ava DuVernay, Viola Davis, Issa Rae all have made significant contributions to film, television, and media paving the way for more diversity and inclusion. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the rage of Black stories and Black truths. I recently listened to an episode titled The Civil Rights Generation. The show gives a deeper look into the stories beyond the history book providing firsthand accounts of what happened from the people who actually lived it. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR's Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices that are varied, nuanced, and Black. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, guys, back to the show. Big dick with a small dog in a backyard with a pool. <laughs> with a pool. A little jacuzzi on the nighttime. With a, what? Champagne, a little bubbly. Like, what? All right, bitch, we get it. You want a rich nigga. <laughs> Basically. No. That's faithful. Okay, good luck with that one. Private jet with a... Yeah. Like, you can't I have it all. I, I mean, I was just recently, like, dating somebody briefly, and, like, I told him, I said, why can't I have it all? I mm. want it all, and I really don't want to settle, because I could have settled with a bunch of these little mm. raggedy, raggedy muffins, but... I don't want to. Like, I want all of it. I want the love. I want. So why do you feel like it's not realistic if you want it? Because if you can, if you can, if you can want it and imagine it, it, it exists. It exists. I just feel like sometimes I can't shut the fuck up. And like, so do you 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 feel like it's, it's me? Some parts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Some parts are me. I mean, yeah, some parts are me because I, 
Hmm. I cut people off pretty quickly also, mm. but that's why I recycle them so many times mm. because I'd be like, we've been talking back for two months, but you just did this and it pissed me off. You got to go. Get mm. up out of here. And I'm then- like Judge Judy, low key. Mm. Like I'd be... Yeah. I don't really play that shit. But then I do play that shit because then I let them back. Yeah. And they're like, you're not serious. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's kind of my problem. <laughs> She's like, I don't, you know? So, 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 yeah, I have. <laughs> She's like, bitch, I'm in therapy. I told you that. I'm I figuring am. it out. You're making the proper steps and you take yeah. accountability. So good for yeah. you with your toxic ass. I know. Yeah. It's gotten crazy before. But yeah. I'm working on that. I don't cuss people really out like that no more. You feel like you're growing, though. I am You growing. do not feel like you're stagnant, staying in the no, same place. No, absolutely not. Like, good. I'm getting so much better. That's like, all that matters. Yeah. So I do want to talk to you about body positivity oh, yeah. and what you have been going through lately. Once again, I'm a close friend. She talks about it on her regular page, actually, yeah. too. Um, you got a BBL, mm-hmm. and um, you absolutely hate it. <laughs> I don't absolutely hate it right now. But so, okay, so basically my surgery journey is- But I, there's been issues with- Yes. Got yes, you. Yes, okay, okay, okay. So I got a BBL, I don't know, maybe like three years ago, and I got botched. Mm-hmm. And my ass looked like a Dorito. My ass was literally shaped like a Dorito. It went viral. I don't know if you guys seen it, but you could probably Google it. It literally looks like this. But so I got botched, tried to get it fixed. Um, It did not work. I had to wait a whole year. I was like so depressed because I looked horrendous. Because you posted recently like, don't get your body done. Yeah. Do you believe that or do you, Mm. would you, do you regret getting your body done? Do you? I mean, it's tricky for me because it's like, I like having my body done, but as much trauma that it has brought me, mm-hmm. it really like not. Nah, it hasn't. It wasn't worth it. it. Yeah, no, it hasn't been worth it. It's just been so much. Like, I, then I had to gain twenty pounds to like to even do to it to get another one to try to fix Lord. the Dorito booty, and then the Dorito booty wasn't all the way. <laughs> you got to stop saying Dorito. Like, was, it is a Dorito <laughs> booty. It was. A Dorito I'm just like, this I'm is, like, is it Cool Ranch? <laughs> Because if it was spicy nacho, nacho, I would take a bite out of that bitch. (laughs) No, but even then, just recently, I had like a whole issue. I didn't talk about this publicly yet, but so basically, I had got my revision BBL like a year ago. I was so happy with with the results. I felt like it was fixed. I was freed from the shackles of a botched Dorito and whatever. (laughs) But then, about a year later, I started feeling like. I don't know if the fat was dying or it just kind of slowly started to go a little bit back to how it was, not all the way, but Mm. I just started seeing that Dorito again a little bit. And I was like, ooh, okay. So I went to go get fillers in my butt, not illegal fillers, legal fillers, like not like ass shots in a basement, but like fillers in your butt to help balance it out. Yeah. So like two weeks ago, I was on a freaking plane with Jade, my best friend. Um, Who was over there? <laughs> yeah, Making and sure I don't she know. Don't say nothing crazy. She's like, she's like, bitch. Yeah, yeah. tread lightly. <laughs> That's Megan. That's me. Like, yeah, tread bitch. lightly, bitch. <laughs> but um, I I think I like bumped my butt cheek on something, and it like got hella swollen and red, and I thought that I was like had an infection in my butt cheek. Oh, I called my mom, my crying my eyes out. I'm so sick of this. Like, I can't keep dealing with this. Like, I just mm. want this shit gone. Like. I don't know what to do anymore. Mm. Like I never can like be happy, but it's like, I'm not doing these things because I'm like, oh, I want a bigger butt and a smaller waist. I'm just trying to fix the damn original problem from three years ago. So it just keeps adding and keeps going. And I'm just, and this was two weeks ago. Yeah, this just happened. And it, it did it. Yeah, it was it, fine. It went back. But I was like. It's scary. I though. was Googling shit like my, my leg gonna fall mm. off. Oh my God. Do I really know what they put in my butt? Like, mm. was this illegal fillers? Like. It was just like a whole thing. And 
It's just, it's scary. And then also on top of it, just getting a BBL in general is so dangerous. Yeah, it is. It's so dangerous. And then I feel like with my revision, I literally felt like I was going to die on the fifth day. I told my mom, I really felt like I was going to die. I believe it. Yeah, it was I went with my sister and I thought she, I thought my sister was going to die. Yeah, it was scary. I lost hella fucking blood. Like I had like the craziest headaches I've ever experienced. Couldn't stand up. I was like pitch paper white, like. It was terrible. It was like the worst thing. So why do you feel like, well, two questions. One, do you feel like it was worth it? And B, why do you feel like women, because I that ain't the first time we've heard that. I feel like every single person that I know who has had a BBL, they're like, this is the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life. I've I've never. But then I hear people that experience that and be like, but I would do it again. Yep. Right. Or, well, because you forget about it. Or yeah. why is this so important that we do this? Well, I mean, it's why just is like it such a, a trend right it's now? It's such a trend and it's so damn annoying. I mean, look, <clears throat> honestly, I had an okay body before I had surgery. You know, if I could go back in time, I would work out 100%. And just gain it naturally. Yeah, yeah. I would just do what I needed to damn do. Like, you know, but I, I just, I was kind of like first getting money and like, I was like, I want to do something. So then I did my titties because mm-hmm. I was always flat chested. So I was like, let me do my titties. Now like, that I will take a risk for it. I was I ain't scared. Got no titties. <laughs> well, I was scared to do my body. And that's the only reason why I got my titties then because yeah. I, was like, I just want to do something different. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just do my boobs. I'm too scared for a BBL. But then I was like, no, like I still want a BBL. Like, mm-hmm. and the titties went. Why far. did you want it though? Do I you mean, feel like obviously social CNN. media I seeing to. it? I wanted, yeah. to look, I wanted my waist to be snatched and I wanted my butt to be fat. Like, yeah. My, I wanted my waist to be even smaller. Like, I wanted my butt to be a little bit bigger. bigger. Like, but do you yeah. think that that's because, like, you wanted it because of what it does on social media? What we no. see every day okay. in pop I don't culture. care about no damn social media. Honestly, I'm just way too self-centered. I really don't care about what everybody else got going on and I really have never felt the need to, like, compete with other people mm-hmm. or keep up with other people with the flexing shit on Instagram yeah. and all that. But I was like, oh, it look good. Mm-hmm. I want that. Yeah. But it wasn't like yeah. to post or my pictures are going to do better right or i'm going to be able to pull more dudes because i mean i wasn't missing no meals so. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, mean, You're an idiot. I just wanted it yeah yeah i didn't yeah. really feel no pressure but yeah but so you, if you have females that are out right now they're like i'm thinking about getting a bbl what would I tell you people say no. i tell people don't no. do it i'd be like don't do it it's yeah i mean it. unless they really bad build <laughs> i don't know no i'm just kidding <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, if you really want like to change your life, like, well, Bob, do it. It's worth the risk. If you die, you die. I don't know what to tell you. If you are built like a But you're, you're SpongeBob, baby. So you need to take that risk. She said, don't do it. Well, well I mean, if you really feel like you need it, I mean, go ahead. But Every, I think like everybody should do what's happening. Do what you want to damn yeah. do. Do what you want to do, but, but like, do it for the right no, reasons. No, no. Yeah. Don't it's just scary. know the glitz and the glam of it. Like, no, I'm yeah, just going to look popping. Yeah. And it doesn't always come out how you want it. And a lot of girls, like it for pretty much every girl you always end up getting a second round that's what they call it and they told me that in the beginning you're gonna want a second round you're gonna want a second round you will want a second round and it's it's just not it yeah do you feel like if if it was more of a trend like if kim k today decides to be small well she did she lost like i think kim k I love you, Kim. Don't get mad at me. But um, <laughs> she might never. <laughs> if Kim was watching this bitch, come on the show. Kim, right. <laughs> Kimberly. No. Kimberly. What's up, Kim? <laughs> um, I, think, I think that Kim K got her ass shots removed. 
Mm. I just want to say that. And then mm. she just lost like 16 pounds or whatever for like whatever. That dress or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get confused because sometimes I look at her butt I'm like, wow, it's and huge. Other and then other times I'm like, I have a BBL. I'm sorry. But like a lot of people can't tell the difference between BBLs and ass shots. So how do I you, feel how like do you, you tell? can tell the difference. Tell. What is the difference though? The difference is just the way it looks, the way it's shaped, how skinny they are. If they're naturally very petite and then they got a big butt, they didn't, they weren't able to gain hella weight. They have oh, ass shots. Because like, you have to gain weight yeah, for the be, to move tell. the fat somewhere. You can tell. Got you. You can 100% tell. And, Got you. And now that BBLs is such a trend, people think that, oh, you have a big butt, you automatically have a BBL. But no, baby girl's been getting ass shots forever. Yeah, yeah. Because like, that's what Jada said. More Jada said it publicly. She was like, I didn't get a BBL. She said, I got, yeah. And yeah. you can see she's hella small. She's petite. Like, she's she don't look like a girl who could just gain hella weight or yeah. like 20 pounds and be able to get it transferred to her butt. Yeah. It's hard for girls to get BBLs. I didn't even think about that, to be honest with you. That's yeah. the first time yeah. I've ever thought about that. Like, yeah. if you ain't, where do you fat? Really because if I try to get a BBL can, right they, now, they would make you gain weight. You wouldn't be you able to. You have to gain weight so they can have fat to move. Wow. Where was. Fat before. Where was the fat? Well, I I mean, when I had to get my revision and they made me gain 20 pounds, I was drinking like three insure shakes a day, eating crazy, disgusting, like literal, just like, what is it? A gluten? A glutton? Gluttony. Gluttony. A gluttony. gluttony. You were just (laughs) indulging in all of it. You was like everything. Eat a lot of burgers, eat a lot of insures, and do all this. And now I I still can't get the damn weight off. (laughs) It was like, all that, bitch. (laughs) They didn't know nowhere. All they did was move it around. So I'm still big. I'm the same so size. I'm trying just, to get it off now. So you're not big. I feel you though. I'm serious. I didn't. I, but I, I actually never thought about that. That's a. I mean, it's a very good. Yeah. I literally. I don't yeah. know why I'm so mindfuck yeah. about that. But I didn't think about yeah. that. Like you got to have some to transfer. Yeah. yeah. If it's fat, so you have to gain. And then it's kind of like tiny. a waste of money. If you're like a skinny girl and then you gain like ten pounds and they're like, okay, we can work with that. They're really just trying to take your money because that is going to die. It's going to die. The fat is going to die. It's not going to stick. Like it's really just a waste of time. Wow. Half of it dies, or a yeah. percentage of it dies when they mm-hmm. pull it out. Yeah. yeah. But to answer your question, if Kim, yes, I think if mm-hmm. she made it a trend to be skinny, and, she is kind of making it back. You know, a trend and, to be and that's what's about to be popping again. And I'm gonna follow it. I love <laughs> and I'm a delete. <laughs> no, but I do want to be skinny, and I do want to be like you know, just slim back. To back skinny. to yeah. Back to, I hate looking like a BBL bitch. Like the BBL brigade is taking over the world, and I just feel like I'm shaped like every girl. Like okay, my body does look good. Like I have a nice stomach. A lot of girls' stomachs be looking a little janky, but. Yeah, I, I that, that 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 yeah. uh, BBL stomach is very Ridiculous. noticeable, and some I of, can't relate. So shouts to um, my <laughs> genetics because some people I can you can it's be like, like we can see that sweetie. Yeah, it's a little bumpy. <laughs> it's bumpy. <laughs> I think that's called fibrosis. That's if you like don't get massages. Or you massages. Just have bad it's just so much. All yeah. in all, she said, "Don't any girl out yeah. there yeah. but it's, do it, what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy. I get it, but know the risk. Know what you're yeah. doing. People just doing stuff because they get a little check, and now you want to go. And let's keep it real. Me and you have had that conversation. We lost a lot of weight. We were like, bitch, or even before I've we lost weight, we were like, let's Don't go get play. lipo. Yeah. Let's go. I've had consultations on. Even now, I have no. <laughs> if you would have seen my ass before I lost weight, this is important. Okay. <laughs> if you would have saw okay. my ass, everybody would have, everybody thought that. Oh, yeah. You got your ass done. Right, yeah. Right. I was very thick. Yeah. But the reason why you knew I didn't get my ass done, I had yeah, thighs, the thighs, baby. Yeah. But I'm genetic. Like, my family is. You, thick. Yeah, I was. Shape, I was. Yeah. Sh- I was very that Coke bottle mm-hmm. shape. And then last year, I lost almost sixty pounds. Damn. And now I have no ass. And that was a big. Crazy. That was an adjustment for me to see my body look yeah. different. I can't imagine losing sixty pounds. Like that's crazy. I lost thirty five. But it wasn't crazy. Like you said, I wish. <laughs> I don't I even do think that. about what getting a BBL because I'm like I want to. 
only thing I want is an ass. Not an ass, but I want a little. Right now, it's like. A little something. <laughs> Nothing is there. Yeah, There's yeah. no muscle. I need yeah. to build a muscle. Yeah. I'm like, do they got a muscle transfer? <laughs> No. Can no. you put a muscle in That's that? all I need is a muscle. Wow, yeah. But yeah. All right, you guys. At this point, I know we can spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack a mile away. Do you check for the latest studies on health aging, or do you read labels like it's your job? Come on, be honest. Is that you? Well, congratulations. You're a skeptic. And Ritual knows that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds their standards. Ritual's Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows that the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. I love Ritual Essentials because for women 18 and older, this is one of the few multivitamins that are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified bee crop and made traceable. Gentle on an empty stomach with a minty essence in every bottle that helps making taking your multivitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com totality. Start Ritual or add a Central for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash totality for 25% off. All right, back to the show. Okay, you guys, before we continue on with this episode, have you ever been on a hunt for a new doctor and you asked everyone? So I totally know what this feels like. You ask everybody who you know for a doctor that listens to you, knows what you need, makes you feel comfortable. After weeks of searching and asking everyone around town, you finally find the one. It's close to the kid's school, it's close to your house. It's amazing, it checks all the boxes. So then you call the office, you make an appointment, and they actually have an available appointment. Everything is working out just right. But then the receptionist tells you that the perfect doctor that you've been waiting for and you searched all over for doesn't take your insurance. I'm telling you right now, wipe the tears, put away the ice cream, and head over to ZocDoc.com to find and book a doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones that take your insurance, that are located near you, and treat almost every and any condition you're searching for. These doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients, not robots. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc.com is between 24 and 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. You can find the doctor you want and book them immediately with just a few app taps. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com totality and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com totality. ZocDoc.com slash totality. All right, guys, back to the show. What do you have going on now? Or what do you, well, let me ask two questions, two part question real quick. What do you want people to know you for? Like when you, when, when this is all said and done, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. What do you want your legacy to be? Mm-hmm. What do you want people to say when yeah, oh, so God, okay. <laughs> Just, I was a bad bitch? No. And what else? Besides, <laughs> that. don't play with me. No, I mean, I feel like I have a pretty inspirational story. Like, I write about it in my book about pretty much all the things that I had to go through to get to where I'm at, which, you know, is not really the average path. I, you know, it was, it was a really tough road. So, I just hope, you know, I can inspire people to keep going yeah. and to, you know, no matter what cards you're dealt, just know in your head that you could do anything that anybody else can do because we're all humans. We all got the same hours in a day. Mm. I just want, you know, I just want to be an inspiration for people to keep going. Like, mm. I think when I first kind of came out on the internet, I had a really bad rap and I rep and I felt like I made it a point to like show people who I really am. Mm. I'm a genuine person. I'm a goofy person. Like, whatever. I'm a good person. So, you know, don't let people write your story for you. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. You writing a second book? I am writing a second book. That where can we cool. where can people get the first book at? I so, bought your her first book. I haven't read it yet. But. Yeah. It's called uh, my first book is called See I Was Right. It's available on Amazon. It's available on my store, but Amazon is quick. So you said just Amazon yeah. Prime. One day. Yeah. yeah. But um yeah, see I was right. Working on my second. That should be out in is it like a part two of that? It is a part two. Okay. Like a continuous. Yeah. Yeah. Or a continuation a of the story. story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The reviews are so good on it. Yeah. I got to sit down. I, it's not, I don't read, read at all. It. I know I'm going to read. Yeah. I That's one that thing. B is going to support. She may not read it. Right. But she won't buy the <laughs> I might not wear it. She might not wear it. She might not it. It's on the floor. She is going yeah. to support No, I know a lot of people. I bought it. As soon as you dropped it, I bought it. People want me to do an audio book hella bad, but I'm like, damn, sitting in the studio doing all them pages all over. Listen, we interviewed Tabitha and she said, it was a book about her life, Tabitha um, Brown, and she said it took me a day and a half. She said because I know my it. story. Like, so I know her audio book. Yep. She did oh, her. Really, own, she it? said a, yeah. a day. I'm not and thinking a half. it's about to take me two months or if something. But if she was like, she, she was like, I know my story, yeah. and so it's easy for me to say it because yeah. it's just. Done. And I rather me do it because yeah. I wanted in my voice. And people already when yeah. they read the book, they're like, I can hear your voice. Mm, like, I can hear you saying this story. And you sold how many copies like the first couple days or something or the first? I don't know how many copies, but it was a lot. Yeah, I remember you posting it. It was like thousands of copies or something. I don't know how many copies it was but I made like a lot of money in the first week <laughs> yeah and she was, was like, I was, was shocked <laughs> I was shocked because yeah. when I first like was ordering the books to like sell I was like should I order a hundred books like do I I don't know mm. if that's gonna sell like I don't know if that's gonna do it wow. like I just don't know and I was like whoa yeah this is crazy yeah. I was looking at that number oh, ding, ding 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 I was like Jesus oh. I'm an author bitch like that's crazy <laughs> but, yeah so it's still doing really good I hope the second one does just as well it will good. it will good it will for you. it will good. so anything else coming up um, I, I stand up. Yeah, I do music. I need to freaking do. I need to. You got open for beat. We got to figure out. I know. I want I to. I want to. I be telling my friends. I'll I be said, like, don't be getting up there. I could open up for her. <laughs> <laughs> I be like, look, don't get up there playing and cussing bitches out. No, but and that's another thing. <laughs> like, bitch, you need do to you, laugh. Do you deal with hecklers? I very have few. Before, really, very few. minimal. But like, what do they be saying? No, you've never I, had a heckler. Somebody has yelled out to me, bitch, you're not funny. Oh, really? Where was that? And what'd you say? And where was I? I don't know. Because they would have never said that I when I was in And that's what I mean. Those moments. But I, <sighs> I don't roast people. I made it like, Damn. I, I don't know. I don't know how to roast. Well, I'm not going to roast nobody because I don't yeah. want nobody to be embarrassed. But, yeah. you know. It was, well, at, a, I mean, it was at a um theater. It was like at a bigger show. I remember that. 
I don't remember the show. I do not. I not bitch, you're not funny. There. I would have said, well, bitch, why are you here? Like, he was like, <laughs> I would always have yeah, to say Yeah, it was a random. I mean, people are drunk. People yeah. want to mm. see the headliner. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but even D- Dave Chappelle is one of my, is my favorite comedian. The great still get And he talks about in the middle of his prime getting booed. So yeah. it, it, you know, it, it happens, can happen. Yeah. I just you know? like, I would cry like the freaking singing thing. <laughs> I would cry or I would be somebody up. He'd <laughs> like, fight me, bitch. Yeah. She's like, why you to come down here? Because <laughs> like, I will, bitch, for real. That's the problem. So I can't wait to hear your music. It's yeah. so You dope. have music coming out? I just you dropped just a single. Oh, just dropped a single. Is it lucky? It's called You Are Very Lucky. I love that. And where can they get that? I to everywhere. Apple Music, I all of that. Spotify. Type Blanco. And I'm about to drop another song. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for coming yeah. and sharing your story and opening up. <laughs> She's so cute. What's yeah. a, so we end Thanks. every episode um, with something that you know for sure after this episode, K N O W, and what are you saying no, no to, to for, for sure. sure? So something you know for sure and no <sighs> for sure. What am I saying no to? She said, "I'm starting." <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying no to. People from my past trying to get back into a bitch life. So you're not gonna text so that nigga back. Text him back. Right. <laughs> she had people from my past trying to get back into something, girl. Well, right. it's technically my present. So, okay, okay, no. okay, oh my okay. god! So your past, past. I'm lying. He is from my past. I know. But yeah. Yeah. She said it was one of her old niggas. <laughs> okay, no winner. You got to make a pack a right now. One. A real no. For We're making sure. a change. You're not. Te- okay. Don't text him back. I can't make that promise. She said, I'm about to step here a lot of y'all. But She's what honest. I know for sure okay. is that I'm going to continue to grow and elevate Good. as a grown woman. Yeah. <laughs> so, grown yeah. Woman. yeah. Good. And y'all stop coming for her. Leave yeah. her be. Stop playing with me before I knock your head no, off. No, winter. Winter. <laughs> I'm like, let, let me do it. Let her say it. And you just say yes. Leave stop her. playing with me before I knock your socks off. Knock your rocks off. Like, please, not <laughs> socks. She said, Don't play on me, but Jesus Christ. Let me she do it. What I know for sure is I'm going to try to. I'm, I'm keep evolving. And I'm like, Y'all, she's like, Yeah, because fuck y'all niggas. Like, <laughs> give me a minute. What? Oh she, well, she ain't evolved yet. Look, yeah. they do be having me fucked up. So, look, sometimes. Listen, y'all, leave her be. <laughs> leave her be. She's sweet. Leave her be. I'm very sweet. She is. Leave her be. <laughs> she <laughs> 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 Like, God damn. Oh, my goodness. We love you guys. Know for sure. And I hope you got to see a different side of yeah. winter. I love you. It was so nice to meet you <laughs> and, and, and get to know fun. you. Yeah. And you're just a so beautiful fun. person. Yeah. And I pray that you continue you to, to grow and evolve. And I love that you're open with your, with your journey yep. and you're bringing people along yep. on that. And yep. that's a beautiful thing. Yep. And I want to encourage you that everything that you want, you can get. It yes. don't matter how unfeasible or... Yep unfathomable it seems yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. if you can see it yep. feel it it is out there yep. and right. you haven't settled thus far so don't, don't do settle. it now period you got thank it you thank you guys it was coming. fun it was really <laughs> we love it. you thank you thank you so much thank, thank you. you see you guys bye Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Know For Sure podcast. Make sure you keep the conversation going and use our hashtag KnowForSurePod. Yes, we want to see you guys share the hashtag KnowForSurePod on all social media platforms. We want to keep the conversation going. Keep it going. Go to the website KnowForSurePod.com and follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, KnowForSurePod.